welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking back up with New Morning Mercies, and Tori's just going to take it from here. Yes, y'all. Let's do it. Today's devotional says this. Today, you will celebrate that grace has made you part of God's great plan or more in the places where you aren't getting your own way. Oof, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to leave. <laughs> My word. Sentence one. Say that one more time. I'm sorry for the interruption, but that, yeah, okay. Today, you will celebrate that grace has made you part of God's great plan or more in the places where you aren't getting your own way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Okay, here we go. He may have been the hardest person I ever counseled. He was self-assured and controlling. He argued for the rightfulness of everything he had ever done. He acted like the victim when, in fact, he was the victimizer. He had crushed his marriage, and he had alienated his children. He loved himself and had a wonderful plan for his life. It was his will and his way at his time. He made everyone a slave to his plan, or he drove them out of his life. He made incredible sacrifices to get what he wanted, but chaffed against the sacrifices God called him to make. But in a moment of grace, I will never forget. He quit fighting, controlling, and defending. He asked me to stop talking and said, Paul, I get it. I've been so busy being God that I've had little time or interest in serving God. It was one of the most accurate moments of self-diagnosis I had ever experienced. He was right. No sooner had the words come out of his mouth that he began to weep like I had never seen a man weep. His body shook with grief as grace began its work of freeing him from the bondage to himself. But my friend was not unique. If you're a parent, you know that your children are collections of self-sovereignty. All a child really wants is his own way. He doesn't want to be told what to eat, what to wear, when to go to bed, or how to steward his possessions, or how to treat others. He wants to be in the center of his own little world and to write his own set of rules. And he is surprised that you have the audacity to tell him what to do. But it isn't just children. Sin causes this self-sovereignty to live in all of us. We tend to want more control than we are wise enough or strong enough to handle. We want people to follow our way and stay out of our way. But when we wish for these things, we are forgetting who we are, who God is, and what grace has blessed us with. We are always either mourning the fact that we aren't getting our way or celebrating that grace welcomes us to a new and better way. We are either frustrated that we lack control or resting in the one who is head over all things to the church. I think there is probably a mix of mourning and celebration in all of us. What will it be for you today? Will you give way to the frustration that you are not getting your way Or celebrate the grace that has included you in the most wonderful plan that was ever conceived. Yeah. Oh boy. I know it was like hard to read. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. That's why we love these devotionals with New Morning Mercies and Paul David Tripp is because it it cuts to the core. I love devotionals that are practical and Mm -hmm. give advice and stuff, but then there's other ones that challenge your heart posture and like who sits on the throne of your heart is it you or is it god <clears throat> and sometimes it's a little both you know i know a lot of us can 
like want to serve God with our mouth, but sometimes our actions are not always serving God. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I say it's a little bit of both where we, we feel like we're split. And that's what scripture talks about. Like, don't be like double-minded. You know, yeah. you can't serve two gods. You know, yeah. you can't serve God and money or God in yourself. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work because one of them will, it doesn't, it doesn't bode it well. It doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't, I don't know if you want me to take the devotional this this route. So I'll say this quickly and then you can share whatever you felt in it. But I started to feel an incredible empathy for those who are struggling. It's so easy for us to judge people who are selfish, who are making poor decisions. And it's easy for us to point our finger and say, they deserve that consequence that their family walked out or that they're, that they're estranged. They deserve it because A plus B equals C. They did A plus B, so they got C. It's their fault. But I started to feel this incredible empathy whenever the author mentioned about this guy felt the bondage fall off of him. And it's like, whenever we see that, like, we see these people struggling with stuff, like, we need to look at them with with soft hearts and understand that people are trying to figure their own life out and their own current understandings and their, 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 their nature versus their nurture has led them to a place of making poor decisions. I'm going to call a spade a spade, a poor decision, a bad decision, Yeah. but they're struggling with the bondage of sin mm-hmm. and we all struggle with it Yeah. on different levels. And it just really made me have a soft heart to want to support people and those places of bondage rather than just kind of judge them and be self-righteous in my own mind. Like, Oh, well I didn't make that decision, you know, or I low key am jealous that they get to live their life doing whatever they want. And I, I don't do that because I've chosen to live my life serving the Lord and not serving my own selfish desires where we don't want to admit that there's a piece of envy there, but sometimes it's there because this person just does whatever they want. And yeah, just something I was feeling. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things, again, where it's so easy to celebrate the grace that God gives us and then not extend that same grace to others mm-hmm. or not recognize that they're on their own journey of sanctification with the Lord. Like, Paul David Tripp could have sat there with that man and been like, You're the worst. You're the worst, yeah. <laughs> you know? But he instead allowed the space for the Holy Spirit to come in and convict and the Holy Spirit to wash over him and to feel that moment. And, and not only was that a moment for that man, but it was a moment for Paul David Tripp. You know what I mean? I think that as we witness grace wash over people, like there's a reason why it was hard for me to read it. It was like, man, I envisualized that man coming to that realization and the power of grace in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've just, I've known those moments in my own life where grace washes over me and you're just like, man, I don't deserve it, but wow, I'm so thankful for it. And I think it, it cuts to the core. Like we always say, it's those heart piercers because our greatest desire should be for people in bondage to experience moments like this. And how can we sit with them? How can we lead them into the presence of the Lord in a way that they will experience these kind of moments? Freedom. And yeah, recognize that freedom is available. And it's like this guy, again, made 
sacrifices for his own will and his own way and his own time. And it was at the expense of his family and his children and honestly, his own life. And it's like, we so often think that our way, our time, like that somehow that's better than God's way and God's time. And it's like when we read scripture and his plans far mm-hmm. outweigh our own, like his thoughts are far greater than our own. And so if the sooner that we can submit to that mm-hmm. and celebrate that, that we aren't the ones that have to figure everything out, that we get to walk in obedience to him, that we get to lean into his wisdom, that we get to be led and directed by the creator of the universe. Like that's such a privilege and such an honor, like to bear all that weight on our own shoulders is so heavy, but to be able to just lean into the Mm -hmm. Lord in these moments and also like help others get to that place too, such a blessing. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just going to reread that opening line. Today, you will celebrate that grace has made you a part of God's great plan, or you will mourn the places where you aren't getting your way. And I guess I just want to point out a big distinction here that I think we can kind of glaze over, which is like, I, whenever I read that, I'm like, okay, I'm either pursuing God's will or my own, which yes, that's kind of what this is saying. But it's like, I think we forget that God's will is so much better. Yep. It says his plan is good. It's pleasing and it's perfect and it's bigger than us. And that's why when it says God's great plan, Mm -hmm. and so you can choose between your own solo act Mm -hmm. or to be a part of God's symphony where we don't always understand why we're second or third or fourth chair or why we're not playing music right now, why other people are. But you have to remember there's, there's a conductor and there's a symphony. There's, there's art being created for God's mission and God's plan for people. And I would much rather be a part of that than have my own solo show with myself in the crowd, worshiping my own ability and my own desires. So yeah. That's good. Want to praise him out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that you are good, that you are sovereign. Father, that we get to be a part of your greater plan. Father, I pray that the selfish desires that we have that are not from you would just fall away today, that instead you would give us clarity on the things that you would have us pursue for your will, for your glory, for your kingdom, Father. We know that when we're in your sovereign land, Father, that there is great joy and that there is peace, Father, and that doesn't mean that it is uh, free of hardship and trial, Father, but we know that if you are the one in control, it is so much better than anything that we could plan on our own, Father. So we just surrender to you today. We submit to your plan today. We pray that your Holy Spirit would just fill us with joy, contentment, and excitement to be a small part of the greater work that you're doing for your kingdom, Father. We thank you for choosing us, Father, for calling us your children. Thank you that we can pray this prayer today. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Adios. Adios.